0: Well hello everyone, welcome to the Useless Information Podcast. I am Michelle, your host, and wow, before I get into the main topic, I want to talk about the Netflix show Queen Charlotte. Oh my God, wow, what a story. I binged watched it last night and boy oh boy was I not disappointed. Now let me just say, I loved season one of Bridgerton. I skipped season two. Yes, I think it was because Reggae jean Page was not in it. And I really wasn't interested in Anthony's journey. I know a lot of people who enjoyed it, but I just wasn't feeling it. But now they've produced um, this offshoot, which talks about Queen Charlotte's story. And I was not disappointed By any stretch of the imagination. Now, I don't want to give too many details because I'm not into spoilers. But if you're into this series, you will not be disappointed. I just don't really think that you would be disappointed. I think that you will enjoy this. You will want to watch it again, immediately after you finish it. It is about six episodes, but they're about an hour long, some being a bit longer than an hour. And while I realize it is a fictionalized version of events, it doesn't take away the fact that King George and Queen Charlotte did have a love story. They had 15 children. So that's a lot of loving going on. And if you know anything about history, Only two of their children produced an heir. But the first heir had passed away in adulthood. And then later in life, the second heir, she became Queen Victoria, who went on to have nine children with Prince Albert, which led to the current British royal family we have today. And all I'm saying is that if you're interested in shows like this, you will enjoy it. And the actor who plays King George. Wow. What a hot throb. They done did it again. Ooh, chills. I think I'm gonna watch it again probably sometime next week. I still watch season one of Bridgerton. So there's that. (laughs) But now on to the main topic. I just want to know, why do young people act like they are the only ones who can have a corner on the dating market? I don't know if that's really true, but that's what I feel like. It's like when you get to a certain age, you aren't supposed to be single and you aren't supposed to be dating either. I don't understand. Like, go figure. I do feel like I am too old to be on a dating app, swiping right and left on a bunch of pictures. And then I watched the first season of Love is Blind a few weeks ago. And then I asked myself, could I quote unquote fall in love with someone sight unseen? after about a week of just speaking to them. I don't know. I don't think that's me. And maybe I'm being superficial. I guess I just need to see what they're working with. Just like he needs to see what he's working with when it comes to me. Now don't get me wrong. I'm going to tell you a story about how I met a dude that I dated off of the internet before net dating or online dating was a thing. But before I get to that, Let's get a word from our sponsor first. Do you like to read episodic fiction? If you do, welcome to Story of Tommy and Josie on Amazon's Kindle Vella. Tommy is somewhat lost after breaking up with Claire, but he meets Josie, a waitress at a local diner. Bonding over music and adventure, they connect intimately over a weekend. Their romance is fleeting, but they realize their connection transcends time and distance. Will their whirlwind romance become a lifetime of love, or fade away like a passing breeze? Written by HQ, The Weeknd is a heartwarming tale that explores chance encounters and enduring love. Be swept away by the whirlwind romance of Tommy and Josie. Learn more at the HQ website at www.itchque.com. This ad is sponsored by Sunray Multimedia. Okay, so let's get into this story. Back in the day, Yahoo, like way back in the day, like early 2000s, back in the day, Yahoo used to have dating. And I met this guy on there. I met him on their website. And he and I, we kicked it off. We wrote emails back and forth for months because he was in the military and he was overseas at the time. We exchanged pictures and this is before catfishing was actually like a thing, like You called it catfishing. I'm pretty sure that catfishing was happening, but you didn't know that was a catfish thing. So we exchanged numbers. And then when he came back to the States, we met up. And I guess it was like an old fashioned love is blind thing. Because before the show made it a thing, people were already like kind of like doing this. And we hit it off. And we dated for the better part of two years before things ended between us. And I still speak to him from time to time, but I haven't really dated since 2016. At the time that I would when I was 45, the year before I had gotten out of a relationship with the guy who to me, he suffered from narcissistic personality disorder And that was probably one of the worst relationships I had ever been in as a mature adult. And it it was like almost a year later when I met this other guy and he really liked me, but I didn't really like him. It was just something I couldn't put my finger on it. He just drove me nuts. I found myself forcing myself to go out on dates under the disguise of trying to give this man a chance and that it may not have been that bad it was just like some of the things that he would talk to me about I think he was trying to make me jealous or to make me feel some kind of way now that I look back on it and it was like gaslighting at its finest I didn't fall for it because I just kind of ghosted the dude. What I did was, let me just say this. What happened was my grandmother passed away, and I told him that I needed time and space to just kind of like grieve with my family because I was just dealing with a lot, that I would be in touch really soon. But soon never came and I never got back in touch. And my grandmother, she was in her 90s at the time. So when she passed away, so it was to be expected. So I wasn't as grief stricken as I made myself out to be, but it was a good way to ditch him. I don't really think he would have respected my decision if I decided to just drop him because he really, really, really liked me. Yeah. And I just... I, it wasn't there. He he just remind me of the kind of person who didn't think he could be ditched, that he was the ditcher. <laughs> but yeah, but what I realized is I think about getting back into the dating pool because I've done a really good job. I have to applaud myself of having a solid foundation of knowing what I want from a person, a man, and what what he must represent i have done a lot of work in this area and i've taken these years to really get to know me with no distractions just me and i've come to the conclusions that there are various reasons that make dating after 50 hard maybe if i would have only taken a couple of years and got back into the dating game before i turned 50 I would see it in a different way, but mm, we're on a path. We're doing what we're doing, so it's okay. One, I realize, is about self-esteem, confidence, and how it affects your outer appearance. And as an older woman, I see myself as how I looked 10 years ago. Not sometimes, you know, how I look right now. Because when I take pictures, I'm like, oh my God, I look so tired, or I just don't look the same. And when I see myself in the mirror though, I'm like, wow, I'm not so bad. (laughs) I have gray hair coming in and I will admit that I'm blessed to have a younger looking face. I don't have any wrinkles, but things are sagging in places that they didn't sag before. So I will admit that. So I think about what do I need to do to make myself more appealing? I think about makeup, but I'm really not into wearing makeup like that anymore. I like my ponytails. I don't always feel like doing my hair. I like my t-shirts and my leggings. I like feeling comfortable. And it's it really is about being comfortable when one gets older. But when you're trying to put yourself out there to the opposite sex, you got to do a little extra to draw them in. You just can't go around being comfortable your t-shirt, legging, makeup list person all the time. Which leads me to the next thing, the difficulty in meeting new people and connecting. Where am I going to meet these people, these new people? I, I just don't know. I like, I have a social circle, but it's small and I'm not a part of any over 50 dating social groups. And I don't know. I just, I feel like I don't want to be gawked at by some old man. That's the way I'm, I'm thinking about it. Not thinking that I'm just as old as he is, but how does one gain enough confidence to even join over 50 social group? I don't know. It's one of the things that I'm thinking about. And then there's also health issues. With one age's people. We all experience some kind of health issue that can make it harder to participate in certain types of activities or maintain a certain lifestyle. I don't have any issues currently. I don't want issues. I am of good health, but I think about how older people you get. What is it? Blood pressure issues and you have to get on medications that can have side effects that can affect things. These, all these things are really flowing through my mind and sometimes i just feel like i'm tripping through this part of life with the usual things that happen to women in age like perimenopause but i do think about the man's health is he on meds or something is that gonna affect his sexual functions does he have a big belly does he drink a lot of beer how does he take care of himself yes because older people we want to get our blacks blown out too with good sex it's not just a young people thing young people don't have a corner on that market where do you think you all came from but it does, you know, it makes sense why older people date younger people because of those reasons. I get it. Because being with someone younger makes the older person feel younger. And that's when folks, I think, start going through midlife crisis. I digress though, but it's almost recapturing your youth. Because in youth, you don't have some of the same stressors as you do as when you're older, like busy schedules. I am I am not totally set in my ways, but I do have a schedule and it tends to get very busy between my day job and my creative endeavors, my family and other commitments that I have going on, my writing. Yes, you don't want to when you get older, you just don't want to give up these things because you're now in this relationship with someone. But it also leaves less time for dating and socializing. So you really just have to figure out how to blend those things together. Because we have different priorities. As I've gotten older, my priorities have shifted. And while visuals are enticing, when you look at a person, if you can see yourself with this person, I do see and look for different qualities in a person than when I was younger. Like, how much money do you make? Because I want to travel and I'm not about to pay for you so we can go travel. So are you in a good place when it comes to your finances? Things of that nature. Yeah, we just have different priorities. But I also think about the fear of rejection because rejection can be more daunting later in life, in my opinion. I think older people are more hesitant to take risk and, It's not like young people who take risk all the time with their feelings. I think at my age, we've taken a lot of the risks that we're going to take. And I just feel like we just don't have the energy to, I don't have the energy to just put myself on the line. and I don't think other people have the energy to put themselves on the line, disturbing my peace or disturbing of your peace, because it just feels harder to put myself out there when I have my priorities I have my commitments I have family I have work I have so much other stuff going on I'm not saying it's you can feel giddy it's okay to feel giddy but I'm like once you come down off that high you have to think about okay wait a minute here we got other things that are taking place like you have your house I have my house how do we reconcile those things like baggage from past relationships. I have worked on myself, like I said, since 2016, and I have worked through a lot of baggage. But I know many people who've had previous relationships that have just left them with a lot of emotional baggage, and it just makes it harder for them to open up and trust again. So I get it. I do. I I can trust, but I'm cautious, which is why I don't take risks. And I just look back and observe and see what the scene is all about. But in all, when it comes to dating, one does have to remember to be open-minded. Because as we get older, as I get older, it is really easy to get set in our ways and become less flexible. I get it. Now, I would say to try to keep an open mind and be open to meeting new people Because you never know what may happen or what new opportunities may open up like being more social. I know I mentioned I'm not a part of any over 50 social groups, but maybe I should join a social group. Perhaps take up some new hobbies that will get me out the house and participate in some type of community event, because I know that this will increase chances of meeting new people and potentially finding love. This is the one thing I'm working on. This is the one thing that I find probably the hardest, because being a writer and author, what I do is in solitude. Even this podcast, what I do is in solitude. I have to get out more because I do get wrapped up into my writing, my character worlds. And it's easy to forget that there's a real world out there waiting for me. And out there in 2023 is online dating. And... uh, I don't know, because online dating just reminds me of being part of a meat market. People staring at people's photos, trying to decide if that person will be a good person for them. Or for me, I don't know. It's already bad enough, it's difficult to write a profile about myself. That is, I don't know, because you don't want to appear to be narcissistic. But then, I'm a very private person, so you don't want to feel like you're giving your whole life story that could turn somebody off. It's a fine line. So yeah, people can try online dating websites or apps. I'm just kind of going to shun away from them. The last one that I was on was Bumble. And that was, and the majority of the guys were waiting for girls to contact them so they can do hookups, in my opinion. It was to me a waste of time. I even paid for the premium. But that was about two years ago and I only did one month. I gave myself one month of this premium and I was like, okay, nope, this is really not for me. I knew it wasn't for me, but I wanted to exhaust all kinds of avenues there. But while I realized it can be a great way to meet people who share your similar interests and values and all of that, it just, it's not for me. And there are people who frequent those spots who really aren't, in my opinion, interested in having full committed relationships. They're just looking for hookups. And what I noticed that is on some of these websites, you could just tell when people aren't taking care of themselves. Human beings are visual creatures by nature. So taking care of yourself, both physically and mentally, of course, this will boost your confidence and it will also give the air that you're more attractive to others because you're very confident in yourself. I get it. But I also have to remember to be patient. You have to be patient because finding love later in life, it, it takes time. It takes time. So to be patient, you just, you can't give up. Remember that it's never too late to find love. But I also believe that women have a harder time than men. Men can just seem to... To me, they just call the shots on that. And women, as we age, we don't call the shots because you don't want to feel like you're a sugar mama if you get somebody older because he thinks that you have money. And men don't really care about that. If they get somebody younger, she's using him for money. They don't care, it seems. (laughs) And because of that, no woman should settle no woman should ever settle. Look, if this dude is not for you, not for me, just keep it moving. It is better to be alone, in my opinion, than to be dealing with a whole bunch of issues and problems because you settled for someone who just because you were afraid or thinking you wouldn't find someone else, or if you think that's the best that you can do. Nope, there's no settling. We're not settling. You you, you could just wait for someone who will truly make you happy and who can see you for yourself and who will want to spend time with you. That's what's important to me. And just really being yourself in this, being true to yourself and don't try to be someone you're not because authenticity is very attractive you are who you are and to me the right person will appreciate you and appreciate me for who we are we don't have to be doing all those tricks and hoops and games and whatever comes along with it I don't have to hide you don't have to hide yourself from anyone for any reason if that person wants you for you or they want me for me they will be there that's what I know and lastly If you really think you need this, I haven't gotten to this point yet. But if you can seek professional help, actually, if you're struggling to find love, yeah, seek professional help from a therapist or a counselor who can help you work through any of your personal issues as to why things aren't working out the way that you think that they should and what will give you a sense of why you think you're holding back. I'm not necessarily holding back. I just haven't come across the person that I'm interested in or they haven't come across me. I think they're out there. I know they're out there. We just haven't met yet because dating later in life can come. It just does come with unique challenges, but I believe with patience, a positive mindset, and the willingness to try new things, it is very possible to find love and meaningful connections it's about how you define it it's about what it is that you're looking for me personally i'm not looking for marriage i'm looking for companionship which is totally different and i just remember we all must remember the love is there it's everywhere and that's what i always keep reminding myself yes let me ask you this as we end this podcast are you planning to watch queen charlotte Or have you seen it already? And if you have seen it, what did you think about it? Are you a Bridgerton fan? And dating, are you single and are you dating over 50? What do you think about the dating apps? What do you think about the dating pool? What are your age limits? Do you even see yourself this old? And if you're married, let us know the secret to your success. And if you're liking what you're hearing in the Useless Information podcast, please take the time to hit the follow or subscribe button so you're kept up to date when another episode goes live. If you're liking what you're hearing, please do me a big favor and go ahead and leave a review. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Your follow, your subscribe, and your review lets me know and it lets the podcast guys know that yeah, I'm picking up what Michelle is putting down. But as always, I am grateful For your listenership. And I thank you for being a part of the useless information crew. But today and always until next time, be well, stay safe and give love. This podcast has been produced by Sunray Multimedia and Michelle Carey. Music by creatormix.com. The YouTube audio library and editing by Descript.